This is the Anatomy of a Scream Pod Squad Network. Hello, everybody. It is our very last spooky season episode for 2021. Welcome back to 28 Days Later. I am your host, Sophie, joined as always by the effervescent and always refreshing Hannah. How are you? Happy Halloween! Do you like how I tried to say effervescent and I said effervescent like you are forever a pheasant? <laughs> um, I would take that or also for a second there I thought you were about to say evanescence and I was going to be like, oh, okay. Ooh, I did also, see a creepy, I did see a creepy like baby doll mask at uh, Walgreens the other day that looked kind of like the mask from the strangers and it was called an evanescence mask and I was like well now it's like I have to buy it <laughs> like oh my you're, god you're pushing all my buttons over here <laughs> well actually like um well okay an episode that's not on my list but one that I thought about uh and is you know getting into what we're talking about today but there's an episode of The League that I usually watch every year for Halloween. Love it. Um, and one of the main topics of conversation is when you become an adult or, like, when you have parent or when you become a parent and how Halloween becomes different. Like, when you're younger, it's like you get to party and then you become a parent and it's, like, fun adult Halloween is gone. Yeah. And they try to have, like, a – they try to have, like, a dual – Thing of like adult Halloween where they get to get drunk, but they're also like taking their kids trick or treating, and which I think a lot of parents do. I do think that's very, yeah, I definitely think that's true. But also, like I this year, I realized I really dropped the ball because I started dating someone who has a child, and I made their Halloween costumes. And last week we took uh, last weekend we took her to his. We took his child to a. Um, like a Halloween festival, and I I spent like hours on these costumes, and our mom was like, "What are you going to be for Halloween?" And I was like, "Oh my god, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I didn't plan anything." And that is not to like rush you into anything. It's just like that's such a mom thing to do to be like, make sure everyone else has a costume, <laughs> right? And then I'm like, "Oh, I didn't make anything or plan anything for myself." <laughs> Yeah. Um, and, like, this weekend is coming up now, and my boyfriend is working all weekend and then taking, like, being with his child. Um, so I'm, like, on my own, and I'm like, oh, I think – so I think I'm going to go out and do some adult Halloween things, but I don't even have a costume. So I've been like, what am I going to wear? So um, I don't know what my Halloween costume is going to be yet, and i got to figure it out. So maybe this Evanescence mask <laughs> – Yes, this co-host come into would. Play. This co-host would like to remind you that she offered repeatedly to give you her homemade Ghostbusters costume, but it's fine. It's fine. I know, but that was also when I thought I was going to be trick or treating with the boys I used to nanny, and I don't think I'm going to get to do that. How come? Well, that's like a weird. Although thing to ask I you am on the going, <laughs> I am going to a uh, weird, uh, weird transition here. I am going to a lesbian Halloween party at a bar um, with my friend who's also queer and 
being Kate McKinnon from Ghostbusters would have been such a great costume you would slay. for that. You would slay. I'm I just would saying slay. that costume is on point. I even made the screw you necklace, but you uh, know, whatever. Seriously. And given that my my boyfriend, who's also queer, and I recently got to a point in our relationship where we're allowing each other to explore other people as well, I, I'm disappointed in myself that I didn't mm. plan better for this. <laughs> you know, there's still time for me to try to overnight it to you, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, I mean, literally today, I was like, I've got to figure this out, like, today, because I'm running out of time. Well, it's kind of great because uh, Jeremy and I will be attending a soccer game on Halloween, so we will not be dressing up because we'll be in the Twin Cities and just, like, trying to not freeze to death, but we did go, we did get to dress up last weekend. Our dear friend had a clue-themed Halloween party, uh, and Hannah already knows this. I went as the chandelier, so I had, like, our friend's wife, um, who was throwing the party, had a Sia wig. So I wore a Sia wig because chandelier and like a very glitzy, like super sequined top. But Jeremy was Professor Plum and we got to the party and it was just the couple throwing the party and us. And there were two more couples coming and the first couple rolls in and they're both Professor Plum. (laughs) And then the next couple rolls in and one is Miss Scarlet and one is Professor Plum. So fully 50% of this party was Professor Plum. Everybody was Professor Plum? It was fucking hilarious. I can't believe you didn't tell me that. That's so fucking funny. And our, our... Nobody was, um, Wadsworth? (laughs) No, and, like, I'm really disappointed. Yeah, that was my second choice, was to go as Wadsworth slash Mr. Body. Big spoiler for Clue. Um, like, so I decided to be the chandelier because I love the way that Tim Curry says, the chandelier! Um, (laughs) but, yeah, Jeremy decided to be Professor Plum because he has a pipe. And so we were like, well, that's cool, we've got this. When we got to the party, the couple throwing the party, he was the weapons. Mm -hmm. So he had, like, a rope tied very intricately around his body with, like, a knife and a candlestick and a gun and a wrench and and everything. And then she was the black envelope from the board game with all of the answers in it. And she had, before the party, written out how each of us died. Like, who died, what the weapon was, where it happened, and who did it. And put them in, like, an envelope she was wearing around her neck. So she was, like, revealing them throughout the night. And we could, like, write more to add to her envelope. And there were several where the perpetrator was the plums. Because mm-hmm. there were so many Professor's Plum. <laughs> professor's Plum. I'm kind of disappointed in that crew. Like, I would have loved it if one of the men dressed up as um, Miss White, right? Y- Yvette, the... Well, Miss White and Yvette are different people. But, yeah, I really wanted Jeremy to cosplay as Yvette, but he wasn't about it. Yeah, the French maid costume would have been a a treat on any of the men at that party. It would have been really delightful. Um, So, we've gone down a rabbit hole, but Hannah already beautifully introed our topic for this week. This was Hannah's idea. We're both going to do another top five list. But since this is our last one for spooky season this year, we wanted to give you our top five Halloween episodes of TV or Halloween specials. Um, So before we get into it, because I'm going to kick to Hannah first, but before we get all the way into the episode, I did want to note for people that our November episode is going to be delayed by a week. 
Um, you may have noticed that we usually release one episode a month, and in October we released five. So we're going to need a little <laughs> bit of extra time to get our November episode out to you. But it's it's coming down the pipe. We have a guest. We're very excited. Um, so just hang tight for our November episode. But without further ado, Hannah, why don't you tell us your number five Halloween episode of TV? Okay, so starting it off with my first pick, which I'm... Sophie knows I stressed out so much about this and toiled over this <laughs> to a, a degree that was not necessary. But So just, you know, have... Have some grace with me on this. Um, so my number five is a Superstore episode. Yay! I'm so glad! And there are many episodes of, many Halloween episodes of Superstore to pick from. And they're all pretty stellar. And they're all pretty stellar. Do you have any on your list, Sophie? I don't, which is why I'm really glad that you do. Okay. I was very tempted to do the episode where they find a dead body in the wall in the store. Because that's <laughs> such... A good one. Oh my god! It also really hits the it really hits the joke beautifully of Jonah always having costumes that are too complicated because that whole episode nobody talks to him about his costume and the episode ends ends with him being like I'm Brexit by the way. Yes. <laughs> nobody yes. cares. Nobody asks. Nobody cares. That episode is so good. But the one I went with because it's the one I enjoy a little more is um, costume competition from the show Superstore. Where um, Amy does not dress up because she's very pregnant and then finds out that whoever wins the costume contest that year gets a day of paid leave from work. Yes. And then Mateo and Amy set about trying to prove how every single person's costume is culturally insensitive in some way (laughs) to get everyone disqualified. Um, And then it ends up kind of backfiring because Amy dresses as Mario and it becomes this thing of her uh, being disrespectful to Italian people. And it's hilarious. And then the ensuing costume competition at the end where everybody tries to uh, understand the difference between appreciating a culture and appropriating a culture and so everyone tries to give like important (laughs) facts and things about... Like everyone's doing a book report. Yes, it is so, exactly. It's like everyone does a little book report about their costume. It's so funny. So that's my first one, because I love that one. And I I think I've actually watched it like three different times this year, just because I love it so much. Ouch! So, <laughs> Hannah's been attacked by her cat. So this is really tough, because I have two tied for number five, but I feel like one of them is going to make your list. And so I'm trying to decide if I want to like bump it because I know it's going to get a shout out, which I think is what I'm going to do. Um, so I'm going to say that my number five is the Brooklyn Nine-Nine episode, Halloween. Um, so Brooklyn Nine-Nine early on in its run started a theme where every Halloween, the whole precinct has a heist where there's like some item And at the end of the day on Halloween, whoever has the item wins. And the prizes vary. It starts out with, like, whoever loses has to do all the paperwork for the night. And then it's, like, a week off. And then it's, like, a week of overtime. Like, things get wild. Um, This is the fifth Halloween heist. And it is the one where Jake plans the heist such that he can propose to Amy at the end of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so then she... (laughs) I think she's the one who wins. 
And she's like, I won. And Jake's like, right, but, like, you won because I planned it so I could propose to you. And she's like, whatever, I still won. Like, it's, it is both super beautiful and emotional and a really great, uh, like, completion of that. Dude, I that knew thing. you were going to pick that because Sophie also knows I just started watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Like, I watched it here and there in the beginning, but I didn't really watch it religiously. So I've been going through it now and actually watching it. So I didn't put any Brooklyn Nine-Nine episodes on my list because I assumed that you would put at least one on your list. Yeah. Um, and I figured it would be that one. But that one's also good because after the fact, that uh, the captain, too, keeps being like, so nobody won this year because right. it, was, it wasn't it was the actual thing. And, like, it, yeah, like the fact that none of them can let it go was really funny. It's also the one where the item they're trying to steal is, like, a heavyweight belt, and Holt keeps calling it a cummerbund. Yes. <laughs> Which, like, makes me laugh so hard. That's a, yeah, that's a great one. Uh, so, Hannah, what is your number four? Okay, so my number four is, um... The Happy Endings episode, Spooky Endings. Yes! Okay, that was the one that was almost my five, but I was like, I know Hannah's going to pick a happy ending. Yes! Yes. Because, okay, because not only is that one of my favorite shows of all time, and I just feel like it always deserves more love and more appreciation, and I feel like... Hey, let's say one of our favorite shows of all time. That's true. One of ours. That's true. We both have loved it from day one. But, like... I feel like we're getting so close to it being rebooted one of these days. <laughs> like, oh, and I, I just want to keep pushing for that. Um, but Spooky Endings is a great Halloween episode. Um, in particular, the secondary storyline of Jane and Brad being in the suburbs for Halloween mm-hmm. and house-sitting is so good. And there is Also, this- doesn't that shit hit different now that you're an adult than when you're like a college student? You're like, oh, damn, this is too real. <laughs> and I live in Chicago, and like the whole thing of, um, well, like literally right now, my boyfriend is looking at apartments that are technically not the suburbs, but as far as I'm concerned, they might as well be based off of <laughs> where they're located. And all day, he's been sending me these apartments being like, look how beautiful, look how big. And I'm like, it's not the city. <laughs> You're like, doesn't count. <laughs> um, yeah, so it definitely hits a little different this year. But in particular, I mean, we can link this in the, I don't know how we do things around here. <laughs> if you send me a link, I can link it. Okay, we'll link this somewhere. Because the clip is online just in and of itself. But there's a great bit of Jane and Brad going to buy candy last minute in a convenience (laughs) store where nobody's costumes make sense kind of like I don't know how to say because I don't want to spoil it for people who haven't seen it but when I say that I go and watch just that clip not just at Halloween but multiple times throughout the year like (laughs) everybody should watch it it's so clever I I'm in awe of it every time so spooky endings happy endings my number four what a phenomenal pick. I'm so glad. Um, I feel like this next one is the, I think maybe the only other one where I'm worried it might be on your list, but we'll see. So my number four is the Parks and Recreation episode, Greg Pakaitis. Ah! <laughs> that was on my list, damn it. Yes. 
So I will say, Jeremy and I just rewatched this episode, and huge caveat, it's less fun now because Louis C.K. is terrible, and so it's less fun to watch him in this episode. Absolutely. I also had that as, like, an asterisk on my pick. Yeah, like, his character was so funny um, in that show, and I think this was his best episode in Parks and Rec as a character, and he plays a pretty major role in this episode, so if, if you can't... Uh, stand to watch Louis C.K. in something, which is totally fair, I would skip this episode. But I would argue that this episode is phenomenal enough that, like, you can just try to, like, blow past it. Honestly, you could even just, like, fast forward through the parts that he's in because it is a great Halloween episode. It is an amazing Leslie Nope episode. Like, Amy Poehler kills it in this episode. The part, <laughs> the part where... Uh, Louis C.K. is interviewing Greg Pakaitis, and he's like, I love messing with Nope. She gets all mad and makes this face, and it cuts to Amy Poehler looking in the window, making the exact same face. And she keeps being like, Peach Pit! Like, that means something. Like, yeah, it's such a good episode. It's a great episode for everyone, and I love that they do the, like, very cinematic thing at the end of being like, and now during the credits, we're going to show you how he did it. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a great episode. It's a great episode. This was the first time watching it that, like, I did notice him watching the episode when Leslie and Anne are in the courtyard. Like, I saw him, and I was like, oh, shit, he's right there. Um, It's just, like, it's a great episode for all the characters involved, um, and it's such a weird, like, even if you've never watched Parks and Rec, this episode kind of works as a standalone. It's just so funny. That's very true. It does stand alone. Yeah. And I love the thing with... um... April and her boyfriend and her boyfriend's boyfriend. When, when she's like, like, I passed up on a gay party to go to this. Yeah. Um, but also when he's, when she's like, you didn't dress up. And he's like, I did oh. dress up. I'm a straight person. And then Mark walks in and wearing the exact same outfit. And he's like, see? <laughs> By the it's way, so if you good. did not know this, that is Aubrey Plaza's husband in real life. Which one? Um, her boyfriend. I didn't know that. That's adorable. Yeah, they got married. They've been together for, like, ever. And then they just got married within the last year. Um, Also, for anybody who watched Cruel Summer, he played the creep on Cruel Summer, and it's really hard for me not to see him that way now. Oh, no. Um, I will give a quick shout-out to the part that made my fiancé laugh the hardest because he remembered this from watching it the first time. But when they're egging Greg Pakaitis' house and his mom comes out and Leslie Nope is like, oh, we, we got the wrong house. And she goes, did he hire a fake mom again? And Jeremy, like, almost fell off the couch. He was laughing so hard. I, my, the, there's also a part when they're um, doing that with Greg Pakaitis' house where she gets so excited that when she's running around, she's like. <laughs> yes. And that's, like, John Fairchild's favorite. He always used to laugh so hard at that part and, and just think, like, that was so quintessentially Leslie Nope. It's perfect. So that's my number four, Hannah. Well, so now I'm kind of conflicted. Like, should I still keep it on my list, or should I bump it for one of the ones that I had as, like, a runner-up? It's totally up to you, but I would say for the sake of coverage, you could bump it. Like, tell people that it was on your list, too. But if you bump it, then you give another episode some airtime. Yeah, so it was number three on my list. So I'm going to bump it, and I'm going to do what was going to be one of my um, honorable mentions, which would be the 1998 Smart Guy episode. Yes, you did! Diary Diary of a Mad Mad School School Girl! Girl. Yes, you did! Oh, my God. 
also one of my honorable mentions. I've yes! never felt so seen. I actually might start crying. I'm so excited. Please talk about this episode. <laughs> I'm so happy that that was like one that we both were like, oh, it's so close. Because not only is that a phenomenal episode, for those of you who don't know, which if you don't know, like, I'm sorry. What, like, get your life together. Um, but it's an True. episode where Yvette, or is it... Yvette is his sister, yeah. Yeah, is it she who's learning about Lizzie Borden at school? Or is I it him? I think so. I think it's her. Um, and basically they end up, like, scaring the shit out of everyone, including child us, childhood us, um, <laughs> dressing up in raincoats with pig masks. Well, because he's, like, snooping on her diary, and she knows that he's snooping, so she starts writing stuff in his in her diary to make him think she's going crazy. Oh, right. I forgot about that part. Yeah. And then they end up doing, like, the Lizzie Borden took an axe, gave her father 40 wax all over the house in a rainstorm. And that episode's not only a great episode, also reminds me of, um, you know, one of my favorite mushroom quotes I've ever had in my life, which was back when kids were men. Mm-hmm. Um, when kids shows Halloween episodes used to be, like, genuinely terrifying for children. I mean, that episode, I'm going to credit single-handedly that episode with why I have a vivid memory of being in, like, fourth or fifth grade in computer class and Googling Lizzie Borden and looking at the pictures of her dead parents. <laughs> <laughs> Which is exactly the kind of thing that a kid's show should elicit in a small Exactly child. what the Disney Channel should be encouraging you to do. Exactly. And I remember watching that episode during a thunderstorm at mom's house. Oh my god. With you and me and I think Matt and Ryan under like a quilt and we were all so scared. Yes. Okay. I'm going to rewatch this episode tonight. I am Same. so excited. Cuz that's the thing is and it's not the only I will be honest, it's not the only Disney Channel um episode on my list, but I remember too just that Disney Channel every year for Halloween would then do like a day of rerunning all the Halloween episodes. Yep. So there's a nostalgia factor in it for me as well. 100%. And listen, like, I don't want to get too ahead of ourselves, but if the other episode is the one I think, I will kill you. (laughs) Okay. I'm just kidding. You should do whatever you want. Um, If it is what I think it is, it's not on my list for reasons that I will explain. This is really fun for the listener. I'm, like, secret threatening you as a sister. Um, Okay. (laughs) My episode number three is the Bob's Burgers uh, Halloween episode, Fortnite. Um, This is the episode of Bob's Burgers where Louise, Jean, and Tina have built a very elaborate fort in the back alley out of boxes. (laughs) They each have their own room in the fort. They all have very different aesthetics. Jean's is full of farts. And they invite Daryl. And Andy and Ollie to come hang out with them in the fort for Halloween. They're like, we'll have plenty of time to all hang out and then go trick-or-treating. So Bob and Linda are making a Chinese dragon um, for the kids. And the kids never show up. And they're like, that's weird. The kids should have been here by now. 
Well, this is the episode where Millie gets introduced. So if you've not watched Bob's Burgers, Millie is a super fucking creepy girl who is obsessed with Louise. And they introduce her with like Voiced all... Voiced by Molly Shannon. Yes. And they introduce her with like all the best horror tropes. They She, she has lots of like echoing and whispering. They don't invite uh, her, Millie, to the fort. And so she finds them in the fort, and they're like, oh, sorry, there's not enough room. Meanwhile, a guy driving a giant pickup truck or um, garbage truck is, like, trying to find a place to park to go, like, drinking on Halloween. And he backs his truck into the alley, and it blocks all the kids into the fort. And Millie doesn't stop them because she's mad. And then all of these kids are trapped in a cardboard fort, so, like, one side is the ground, one side is a truck, two sides are concrete walls, and one side is a dumpster. And they're just like, we're all going to die! And she, Millie is, like, dumping spiders into the fort and, like, walking around cackling to herself in the alley. Um, it's just really good. It's a great... Bob's Burgers has a lot of good Halloween episodes. It was very hard to pick, but Fort and Bob is and Linda get ma- Bob and Linda get mad at them for... Like, not, they think they went out trick-or-treating without appreciating the work that they did on the costumes. Right. Yeah, it's just very good. It's very good. It's, um, any episode with Andy and Holly is great because they're so fucking weird. And especially, like, the older episodes with Andy and Holly where they're like, if you die, I also die! Like, That's, like, the episode where they think Andy dies, or one of them, the other one dies, and he goes, I felt you die. Yep. Yep, so that's my number three. That's a great one, um, and I will say that because I, I literally could not pick a Bob's Burgers one because they're all so good Yeah, that just all the Bob's Burgers ones were going to be like an honorable mention for me, so that feels right. And yeah. even um, Hulu has a playlist Shut up. dedicated just to Bob's Burgers Halloween episodes. For the month of so October. Good. My sec my runner up choice for Bob's was the hauntinging where Bob and Linda like make a haunted house to scare Louise. Like, Is that because that reminded you of me when we went to a haunted house together? A hundred percent. It's so good. I just rewatched that recently and was like, This is so funny how much this is giving real Hannah vibes of being like, No, someone's gonna jump out of that. Not scary. Like Yeah, guys, don't worry me. about it. Hannah's convinced she's not Louise and she's definitely right. Um, I will say that because I did think about putting one of them on my list, uh, the one that I was really torn between was, um, Tina Witch. Great episode. Yeah, where, uh, Tina dips into witchcraft, but also finds out that not one, but two teachers at their school are also into witchcraft. Um, and then, uh, Nightmare on Ocean Avenue, because I just love when Teddy and Bob are trying to outdo their neighbor with Halloween decorations. That one almost broke Jeremy the other day. Yes, <laughs> that one's such episode. a good one. Okay, so what's your so, number two, Hannah? So my number two is another Disney Channel original um, TV show horror episode. Well, mm-hmm. Halloween episode. So my number two is Lizzie McGuire's episode, which was aptly titled Dungeon Mistress. Okay, I don't remember this at all. Please <gasps> tell me everything. Okay, so... Uh, did you think I was going to do so weird? No. And the fact that you don't know what I think you were going to pick is Boy great. Will be my honorable mention. Hannah, shush, go. <laughs> I figured that one would be on your list. 
Um, yeah, so, uh, Dungeon Mistress, there's an episode where it's the seventh grade Halloween dance, um, and everybody is getting assigned different tasks, and Lizzie gets assigned the dungeon, and she's like, yes, I get to be, like, a sexy dungeon mistress for Halloween, um, and her little cartoon dresses up like Elvira, and is Mm -hmm. like, yay, I get to be sexy, and then, um, Kate who's, like, the bully, gets wind of it and basically comes up to her and tells her, like, actually, I changed my mind. I'm going to be the... I think it's, like, Lizzie does all the work of setting up the dungeon. And then at the last minute, Kate comes in and is like, actually, I'm going to be the sexy dungeon mistress and you get to be a clown and make balloon animals for everyone. Um, So then when the dance starts... uh. Miranda's family, because Miranda is, uh, is of Mexican heritage, she wants to put up Dia de las Muertas uh, decorations as part mm-hmm. of the Halloween festivities, and her parents bring in all these, like, traditional things to make a display, and then Kate, like, quote-unquote, disrespects the ancestors, so they trick her into thinking... That her disrespect of the ancestors and of Dia de las Muertas, like, ends up causing all these, like, things to go wrong. Like, Lizzie becomes a zombie. Gordo gets stuck inside of a bobblehead. (laughs) Uh, Matt, who's dressed as himself inside out, which is a great costume, gets turned into, like, dust. And, um, and Miranda tricks it's actually really funny too in retrospect because Miranda ends up like tricking Kate into doing what she thinks is like a ritual to undo the disrespect of the ancestors uh but it really just makes her look like an idiot (laughs) (laughs) which is funny because Kate is like a quintessential white woman and she's like yeah just like do a dance and like Bock like a chicken and rub pudding on your face, like. <laughs> oh God. Um, she's like, yeah, that's like how that's how this works. Like that's how our rituals work. Like it, it's a great episode and one that when I was younger genuinely scared me. <laughs> I love it because I don't know if you, I can't believe you don't remember this, Sophie. There's one shot from that that I remember so well, where it's like, so they bring in Miranda's parents bring in a bride and groom. Sugar with sugar skull display. Yeah. And Kate, like, as soon as they leave, Kate, like, picks them up and drops them into the garbage. I remember this. This is, like, bringing back very vivid memories. Yes. And so at one point, once the dance has started and things start going a little weird, um, they're like, is it just me or, like, does something not feel right? And then somebody is like, no, it's fine. And then there's a, a shot of, like, Way behind the action, the a full-size version of the bride and groom... Yes, okay. ...are yes. standing in the background, and they, like, tilt their heads really creepy, and then, yes. like... Yes! Go off-screen, right? Yeah, and float yeah. off-screen. It was so fucking scary! So, I don't remember the episode at all, but I remember that visual from whenever they would do the, like, Halloween stuff on Disney Channel. Mm-hmm. That was, like, definitely a part of the promos. Yes, 100%. All right, what's your number two? My number two is an episode of Community. Community, another show that does Halloween episodes really fucking well. Um, And I picked the episode Epidemiology. Um, This is an episode where there is a Halloween dance. um, And 
uh, it becomes clear that meat that's being served at the Halloween dance um, was tainted. And so everyone basically starts turning into zombies and like running a fever and biting each other. And so first of all, you have the Dean dressed as Lady Gaga, which is a treat. Um, And the Dean is like continuously on the phone with the CDC because the CDC is going to like put the whole school on lockdown because they've been exposed to this like tainted government grade meat for some reason. Um, Everyone's turning into uh, zombies. There is a character who is a, a medical student or he's a doctor maybe. And just like, I think that's what it is. I think he's a doctor and he's going to Greendale for like a pottery class for fun. Um, and Jeff feels very threatened by him because like Jeff's the cool guy and he, he, you know, he's trying really hard and this doctor is just like there because he wants to be. Um, and there's a great scene where this doctor is like diagnosing like what's happening and what the symptoms are that people are turning. And he's like, so the symptoms are this and this and this. And then he goes, and slurred And then, like, he turns around, he has a giant bite, and everyone's like, bah! and, like, goes running out of the room. Um, it also is the episode where, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, Abed and Troy go as the Xenomorph and Ripley in the, like, robot costume, but then Troy doesn't want to hang out with Abed because he's like, this costume is, like, not cool. Girls don't get it. Um, it's just a really delightful episode. Um, and, like, it, it's a great... It is, in my opinion, the best Halloween episode they do because the zombie stuff is actually quite creepy and unsettling. Um, but obviously, at the end of the show, like, everyone is cured and they're okay. Uh, but we get this really fun turn where everyone in the school is just trying to, like, bite each other mm-hmm. and, like chase each other around and it's really great that's a great one um and i'm glad that you included some community because as some people know or don't like about me i'm not a big fan of community (laughs) (laughs) um but i know people love it so i'm glad that you incorporated it i got you what's your number one okay my number one Another TV show that had several Halloween episodes that were great, and I chose my favorite, is Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Fear Itself. Girl, that's my number one, too! Ah! is I wrote my whole list and I was like I crushed it and Jeremy's like Sophie you didn't include Buffy and I was like fuck (laughs) exactly like well then I was really conflicted and I was like I'm sure Sophie will include like probably like one Buffy episode and because I I also really like the one where everyone turns into their costumes. Yeah, which is just called Halloween. I couldn't, I honestly had a really hard time picking between the two because they're both so good. Yeah, and I thought you would pick that one and then I would pick Fear Itself. But I'm glad we both (laughs) picked Fear Itself. This is adorable. Okay, Hannah, tell people about Fear Itself. Um, So Fear Itself is such a great episode. It's in the fourth season of Buffy, and it's when um, they everybody's going to a frat party for Halloween. Um, there's also a great line where one of the frat bros is like, "If the girls don't get scared, they will not run into our arms. We will have womanless arms." <laughs> but it's like 
you have to go through a haunted house to make it to the party, um, and that's the whole point. But when preparing the house for the haunted house, um, one of the guys is, like, using a symbol from a textbook, and he accidentally cuts, well, Oz accidentally cuts himself and drips blood on the symbol, which ends up creating a ritual where all these things within the haunted house become real. Um, like a, like a skeleton in a tuxedo that's like a plastic skeleton, but then it's like alive and try to stab people. And a severed head on a table, barfing blood. Um, and everyone's like a- actual fears come to life. So like Xander is scared that now that everyone's in college except for him, that they're going to forget about him and he becomes invisible. Um, Buffy's fear is that she's going to be all alone. And then also, I love... Well, there's so many things about that episode. Because you also find out that Anya's afraid of bunnies. Oh, such a good reveal. Because they're like... Because for people that haven't watched Buffy, Anya used to be a demon. So, Mm -hmm. like, Halloween is kind of a foreign tradition to her. And they're like, just dress really scary. And she shows up at this party in, like, an adorable bunny costume. (laughs) Yes. It is, like... It's scary. I don't know. It's part of what becomes a really beautiful running joke in Buffy, which is great. Yes. And also you see, like, uh, there's a great thing with Giles where when he goes to save the day and you think he's going to pull out a spell book and he pulls out a chainsaw. And then and it's hot. And it, what? <laughs> That's on you. That's on your list. Yeah, Hannah, you're right. No one but me thinks Giles is hot. And then <laughs> the, the, um when they have to fight the demon at the end and he's really small and when they finally translate the spell book it says that it's actual size pictured which is so funny (laughs) and even better is willow's halloween costume is joan of arc and they're like why'd you choose that and she's like well i figure we have a lot in common um because we're both accused of being witches and almost burned at the stake and we both have a close relationship with god and people are like, wait, what? And then Oz lifts up his jacket and his costume isn't just a name tag that says, hello, my name is God. I love Oz so much. And yeah, it's a great Oz episode. I mean, Who so does is, love Oz? So is the Halloween episode, the episode Halloween, where <gasps> Oz is introduced right. and he keeps going, who is that girl? Oh my God, you're right. I forgot about that part. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. <laughs> Um, okay, well, so that's both of our number ones. I'm going to go into my honorable mention, which Hannah definitely did not already figure out, which is the Boy Meets World episode called And Then There Was Sean. Now, the re- reason that this got bumped to my honorable mentions is that it's not actually a Halloween episode. It was released in February. It has nothing to do with Halloween. It's just a spooky episode of a TV show. Um It's wild to me that this wasn't released at Halloween, but I have to imagine it was released in conjunction with when I Know What You Did Last Summer came out. Mm. Um, Well, it's interesting, too, because they definitely used to play it during that... At Halloween. At Halloween, yeah, during that sequence. Yeah, because it was creepy. Like, can you imagine if you watched this... If you were watching Boy Meets World when it aired, and, like, on a random weeknight in February, they were like, and here's this episode. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... So this episode takes place while they are all still in high school. Um, Corey and Topanga are broken up. 
And people are upset about it. Uh, Sean is upset about it. Corey and Topanga are upset about it. Nobody's happy. And uh, the gang all get detention. And while they're in detention, people start dying. And this episode has, like, weird South Park jokes. It has lots of, like, funny jokes about horror movies. It's got, um, like, girls having scream-offs. Jennifer Love Hewitt makes a guest appearance as a character named... Jennifer Love Pfefferman that they just call Feffy. Um, <laughs> Feffy, no! <laughs> it is so good. Um, I used to be on a podcast uh, called Behold an Electric Terror where we talked about spooky TV episodes and I made all my co-hosts watch this episode at spooky season once and they all hated it and it like broke me. <laughs> um because to me, this episode is like, first of all, Boy Meets World is my one true love. I can quote most of that entire series. I've watched the entire series one million times. I had a boyfriend in college who torrented me the entire series because it was not all available on DVD. Um, I love this show. And this episode was like another piece of starter horror for me. Um that used to really scare me when I was younger, but clearly was like a portent of what was to come in terms of my horror fandom. So this episode is just all the way stellar. I remember like watching this on the floor of our bedroom under our loft beds and like hiding under blankets, but being too excited to turn it off. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And yeah, like I love that that was uh, featured so heavily on both of our lists. It's just that whole entire tradition of the Disney Channel Halloween episodes and watching them all together and being really spooked. I am very, like, I have a love for that, and I still watch a lot of them every year if I can find them. A hundred percent. The So Weird Halloween episode is definitely also on that list, um, because Henry Winkler is in that episode, because he was a producer of that show. Oh, shit. Um, and that one's about Samhain. Oh my god, amazing. Even, like, the That's So Raven episode where they get turned into cows, I remember really enjoying. (laughs) (laughs) Hannah, I have a question for you, which is, do you remember enough of the Boy Meets World episode to have a favorite kill? Um, I don't remember it enough. I mean, I remember, like, somebody gets smushed under a bookcase, someone gets pushed out a window... Oh, you're forgetting the two best ones. Well, I remember that somebody gets stabbed with a pencil and then it draws a line on the wall as they fall down. Yeah, and then they're like, we'll always remember he was this tall. Yes, so that one might be my favorite. And his name's Kenny, so when he falls, then Eric goes, oh my god, they killed Kenny! Right, I do remember that. And Kenny is, like, kind of hot. Well, super hot. Yeah. I mean, my favorite is when they all think that Feeny is the one doing this, and then he appears in the hallway, and they're like, oh, Feeny, you really got us, and he, like, tips over dead with scissors sticking out of his back. Oh, right. Oh, that show is so good. That episode is a goddamn treasure, and I love it. Yeah. Again, back when you could make kids shows with episodes like that, where someone has fucking scissors stabbed into their back. But Hannah, don't forget, this was a teenager show. This was not <laughs> for kids. <laughs> oh my god, how could I ever forget? 
Um, well, Hannah, we, I think, have given listeners a phenomenal list of spooky TV to watch. Um, everybody remember that we will be back uh, a little bit late with our November episode, but a very special guest is returning. And if you want to watch the movie ahead of time to get ready, we're going to be watching the Hulu movie. Uh, well, it's not a Hulu movie. It's an A24 film, but it's on Hulu. False Positive, starring Alana Glazer. Justin Thoreau. Thank you. Written Thank and starring you. Alana Glazer. Thank you. Also, Justin Thoreau and Pierce Brosnan. It is a trippy masterpiece, and I'm very excited to talk about it with Hannah and our guest. Um, speaking of Pierce Brosnan, I read today that somebody, uh, a bunch of people were attacking his wife on the internet because they were at a James Bond premiere and a lot of people were like, wow, your wife has gained a lot of weight. Um, what the fuck? And Pierce Brosnan was basically like, well, lucky for us, I never married her for any of those things and, like, I married her because she bore four amazing children for me and is a super woman and a super mom and I don't really care about that. Oh. Good for him, and also fuck them. And also fuck everyone. <laughs> yeah, also people are trash. Um, Hannah, besides people are trash, is there anything our listeners need to remember until they hear from us again? Um, two things. Number one, I saw on uh, Instagram, Lil Nas X put a picture up of a tweet where someone said, don't forget to check your kids' candy this Halloween. And it was a picture of a lollipop wrapped up, and then the next picture is Lil Nas X album next to an unwrapped lollipop. And it's like, I found this whole Lil Nas X album in my kid's candy. Yep, definitely be on the lookout for so whole definitely albums be on of Montero. definitely for the gay agenda um, wrapped up in your kid's candy this Halloween. <laughs> um, and always pee after sex. Clink! Clink! Anatomy of a Scream, Pod Squad.